The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. What's going on, everybody? This is a segment from the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. If you like podcasts, well, why don't you come join us as the crew gets silly and Philly while we sit to talk about the latest in comics, games, movies, and all things pop culture. You guys can listen to our whole show on all the podcasts that's we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts from. And make sure you guys also support the channel by subscribing to the Nerd Coalition Studios. And for the gaming needs, make sure you subscribe to Nerd Coalition level up this is the nerd coalition hope you guys enjoyed the show and now feel the nerdgasm you know i can't believe that a day like this like actually happened don't don't get me wrong when i say that it's because we wasn't expecting it and what i have to like the the somber news i have to deliver uh, it's just bad I'm, I'm actually kind of speechless by it but Jason David Frank who many of us know as the green power ranger the white power ranger the red zeal ranger red trouble ranger black dino ranger passed away at the age of 49 on uh, I want to say we got the news Sunday morning like early sunday morning that this happened actually prime was sending me something like uh late saturday or early i'm talking about like one o'clock in the morning sunday morning and saying there's something going around talking about jason david frank and i was just like what's 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 happening he was talking about some oh stuff that he um that he passed away and i was just like Okay, now we have dealt with this before when it comes to to celebrities. Like I said, I still uh, was told Bernie Mac died a week before Bernie Mac actually died. So you know, I always be like, no. So and then nowadays I'm just like, until the family comes and confirms it, or like TMZ comes out, because even though TMZ be very very harsh in how they handle things, they come from a very you know like. Their, their news be damn near accurate all the time. So I was like, you know, unless I, you know, see something like that, I kept checking for his name. I kept checking his Twitter, his Instagram, stuff like that. I didn't see anything. And then I, I went to sleep because I, I, didn't, I didn't think nothing of it. And then Sunday morning, uh, my boy Chubbs called me. It was just like, yo, I don't know if this is true or not. But you gotta see this news. So then, when you type to Jason, Jason David Frank again, you know how you type with somebody's name. They have underneath like all those Twitter things, like everybody talking mm-hmm. about on Twitter. And I was just there to talk about some yo. I can't deal with Kevin Conroy dying, and then now Jason David Frank dying. Like what's going on? I don't know if this is true. I hope this rumor is not true. Cause I can't. I hope if somebody's fucking around, it's not a good way to fuck around. And I. It, but there was still no confirmation. I was just like, something's up. But I don't know what's up. I'm, I'm, I'm starting, starting to make enough buzz now to the point where if he's still alive 
or his family still alive, somebody had to come out and say something. You know? And I just waited. And then I I, I want to say Sunday morning, like, what was it? Like 10 o'clock in the morning, it was confirmed that he did pass away. And then my boy Chuck sent me something, and Prime sent me something. And, yo, I was... I was taken aback because after I found out he passed away, how he passed away is what blew me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm using my words carefully here, but uh, I'm going to say this right now before we get any deeper into this conversation. Anybody who listens to the, the Nerd Coalition knows one thing. They know a couple things. Me and Primetime and Q-Flow. I'm going to put Q-Flow out there also because I was kind of hoping Q-Flow would be joining us but right now circumstances I understand are the three hugest Power Rangers fans I know. And I'm not talking about yeah, we used to watch the show growing up and stuff like that because look, I, out of all three of us, I'm the oldest. Okay? You know, I was well aware, you know, saying when Power Rangers first came out in '93, well aware. Okay, so I, I, I was, you know, say I was a small child. I remember the first actual episode when that thing came out. Me, Q, and Prime have you know, Power Rangers fans. I'm talking about not just Mighty Morphin throughout the whole series, and me and Prime, I, I can speak for ourselves, have met a lot of the Rangers before, and we, we've done interviews and we talked to we talked to them so. There is a lot of love. I'm a Megazord collector. Y'all gonna look around my my, my 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 office right now. I'm a Megazord collector, so that's number one. That we're huge Power Rangers fans. And number two, the first ever Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I did a rant about Tommy because I am not a fan of Tommy Oliver, the character. I hate Tommy. I prime my lying. No, quite right. I do not like Tommy Oliver at all. I think he's highly overrated. I think he was one of the worst leaders that Pirates has ever had to offer. I was I said if I ever had to pick if I ever had to just choose between one of them, the Green Ranger to me was better than the White Ranger. Mm-hmm. But I, I I didn't care about Dr. Thomas Oliver in fucking Dino Thunder. I damn sure didn't care about him in Zeo because I was all about Gold Ranger power. I'm a Jason guy. I have a Jason helmet. However, I always said this in all my race I do because first of all, Prime and Q know that I hate Tommy so bad throughout the whole Nerdcoach's career since we started in 2015. There are videos of them fucking with me on purpose <laughs> of sending me shit of Tommy related stuff knowing that I would hate Tommy like did they want to see me rant on camera like that and that's how bad it was I was their fucking entertainment even on certain podcasts they would just bring up certain shit and I'd be like you know what y'all would hear me rant okay I'm gonna give y'all what y'all paid for that's how much I don't like Tommy and oh yeah I've met Tommy in person and uh, here's a, and I always said 
I've always said this. Jason David Frank was a very nice guy. And he was a very good person if I ever got a chance to see him long enough. Because he stayed in Tommy mode a lot of times. It's kind of like mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea. Who is Terry Bollea, brother? Exactly. You rarely get to meet that guy. It's always Hulkamania. That's how it felt with JDF. Uh, so, I want those two things out the way right now. And, and uh, it's so sad hearing about his death. But my feelings have not changed towards Tommy. I st- this is not. I'm not going to sit here and praise and talk about the greatest, the greatest range of all time, and and the green. I'm not doing any of that shit because I still don't like Tommy. But right now, I'm talking. We're talking about a man, a, fa- a, a man who had four daughters, and I, I, the only, the only thing I, I uh, heard about was he was going in the middle of going to a divorce. Yeah, his wife divorced him like uh, September of this year. Uh huh. Yeah, and I, 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 like I said, I didn't know too much of the, the background. Say, so I guess he, he, they say he was he was cheating on her. They say it was alleged. Alleged. Okay. Yeah, and and the man got four daughters, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Hearing the news, like. There's still not that much news that's, that's going around because his representative, Justin, what was it, Justine or, or Justin Hunt, uh, was representative to told uh, TMZ what happened, but still asking for privacy and stuff, and which I, which is understandable. But I just never thought that that's the way JDF would go out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I I know I've talked to, like. For a Power Ranger fan as well, your your thoughts. Um, I mean, I, my thoughts. Are, first of all, I just I got a text from somebody from a, a podcaster, and it was like, "Yo, did you hear this JDF news?" And I was like, "What you mean?" He was like, "They saying that he uh, he passed away." And I was like, "Let me get on that." <laughs> so then yeah. I looked I looked it up, and I was seeing some stuff. And uh, then that's when I said something to you. But then, which is so stu- this is the this is the stupid part that every uh, you know, people now can buy their check marks. Okay. On Twitter. Uh huh. So it was people putting these stories out that had the check marks, but they weren't in the official. They they paid for Twitter. Wow. So people thought that some of the check marks were just automatically right. So then, what I did with the chip marks is like you could tell who paid for it and who's official. Yeah. And it was like three accounts. One was official. One was it like an official chip mark account? One was like they paid and two they paid for Twitter. But they always send the same thing. That's crazy. So then, after the one that paid that already had the chip mark, he deleted his tweet. Just like I'm sorry, I didn't know it wasn't out yet. Then I was like, is this true? So then. Uh, the Blue Ranger, Blake Foster, the Turbo Ranger, he changed his profile picture to him and JDF, and he put up a story and was like, uh, I will always love you. Something. It was a, it was a, uh, thing, a message that he sent them that he didn't answer. Yeah. 
I was like, hmm, okay. And then I see like two other Rangers post like a heartbreak in their Ranger color. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, okay. And I was like, let me let me actually actively get on this. So then it's like two uh, journalists. Now, what do you do? You want to call them? They like TMZ but for Power Rangers. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So I asked. So I, I asked them, and I was like. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but we don't know much about it, and so on, so on, so. So then I asked one of my friends that knows JDF, and I was like, "Is this true?" And it was like, "Actually, I don't know. Let me ask." And then they didn't know. Uh, and then I just said, "You know, what? forget all this." I just called. I called one of the Rangers themselves. Mm-hmm. Tried to play it off. I tried so hard to play it off. But they knew why he was calling because it had to be like two o'clock in the morning. Right? Well, I think for them it was like. They live in uh, California. Gotcha. Okay. But I mean, I, I could have had a reason. I'm not gonna tell you that reason because then you yeah. would know who it is. But uh, just know it was a reason. Like it was a actual reason to call at that time. Okay. And then uh, so I tried to play it off like, yeah, how's it going and stuff like that. And it was the set. I was like, what's going on? I said, it's Jason. He uh, he he's not here anymore. And I said, Jason. I said JDF. I was like, oh. Even though I already knew, but I was acting like I do not, do not know. And then they told me what happened and how they how he did it and how and um how uh how they found out and stuff. Hey, okay. And then I was like, well, there's no official confirmation. He was like, yeah, they're gonna wait to put it out in the morning. They just it's kind of too late to put it out tonight. And I was like, oh, well, okay. So I I already knew it, but I like I said they was waiting on the rep, I guess to put it out in the morning not just in the middle of the night which I understand yeah so I was like man but then but after a while it just took off like everybody was like did he die did he die did he not die literally it took like 12 hours to confirm yeah, I, I'm about to business. say bro it was going crazy I'm talking about 7am crazy this morning yeah so after I knew I just went to sleep because I was like well I didn't want to sleep but I just stopped looking for it because I already knew yeah. but yeah, people were still like, yeah, yeah, is it true? Is it not true? And then, and then people was getting mad at the check marks. Mm-hmm. It was like these two clowns that started this room. I got everybody all messed up, and um, people were mad though. I can understand people being mad, but you know, okay. For example, you know how when TMZ comes out and they say stuff, and they'd be like, TMZ ain't even let their families get the green first before they put out the news. Yeah. But now when TMZ waited, then it was like, TMZ ain't put it out, so it must not be real. And I'm like, which one do y'all want? Do y'all want them to wait? Or do y'all want them to, exactly. to put it out? It's like, come on, people, what are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, it was like, y'all want them to wait, but then y'all want to know. So they, now when it's something like this, y'all want to know instantly. It's like, y'all, y'all just don't know what y'all want. Yeah, no, it's, but, um, it, it's, uh, I'm glad. And by the way, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't uh, say how they did it because it was kind of, yeah. So I'm glad they didn't like actually actually announce like how it happened. Okay, is that something we can talk about off of air? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because uh, look, I I don't know what JDF was battling personally at this stage of his life because. I um, JDF was 
the first, I want to say that he was the first Power Ranger I met. Uh, before I went down the, the long list of meeting Power Rangers. And he was the first one I met. I met him at a Comic-Con. Me and, me and Lady Sketch went. This I, I want to say this was in 20... Oh, God, what year was that? Was it 20... Uh, what what year was Dale Bryan and Team Hell No? With, with, uh, with, uh, Kane. Twenty thirteen to fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So, I want to say it was twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, but I think I'm gonna leave more to twenty fourteen. Uh, we. Uh, the, the funny thing is, he wasn't even somebody I wanted to, wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't like Tommy. You know what I'm saying? But it's you know looking back on it fate just had that way so I was supposed to go see uh, Gene Carl Esposito you know it's funny because he just took a pic I just see a picture of them two the other day also Gene Carl Esposito and and Chase Day Frank I was supposed to go see him and I bought the the ticket to go see Gene Carl Esposito and what happened was uh, this is my first Comic Con that uh, me and my wife was going to my time she was my girlfriend and she didn't know how serious I took it. So so she, we was late. Now, at Comic-Con, when you pay for a picture and you're late, that's it. There's no refunds. They just put mm-hmm. your money towards something else. So when we got there, they was like, look, he, he's already done. So you can go over to his autograph booth and get, get like a camera picture, but it's going to be a professional one. And you can pay for that. But right now, you got to... What, 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 this forty five dollars? Yeah, put this towards something else. I was just like, and the only thing that was up there that was left was Jason David Frank. And I said, "You, you toying with me, universe, right there? You toying with me?" So I did it, and I said, "Fine, fuck it, okay. Well, I'll just go. I'll take a picture of it. So we, we was in the line, and he had, he had a pretty decent line out there. You know, if everybody been to Comic Con, wait for pictures, stuff like that. Yeah, pretty de- pretty decent line out there. Everybody, and then everybody was out there in their whole Green Ranger, White Ranger, you know, all the bullshit. I was just sitting there, just like, and I was just sitting there, like, so unamused because I don't fucking, like, y- y'all don't understand the, the hatred I have for Tommy, okay? I don't like this guy as the character, okay? And out of nowhere, Usually when, when when you're at Comic Con and people take uh and like Prime has been here also, uh where people that take pictures, uh the security up front talks about okay, y'all gonna start coming through the curtain now and then you see uh, whoever celebrity is back there. That's not how he came in. He came in from the back of his, of uh, of the line, had his camera out, you know, all Jason Dave, you know, all in his Tommy glory. It was like you know he was recording uh, him and the fans that day. He was talking to everybody as we we was all in line going back to the booth. And when I say people was blowing smoke up his ass so damn hard, mm-hmm. like it, like there were some people that was like, like I, forgive me, please forgive me, people. But there were people that was in the line that was like crying, and I was like, can y'all please get the fuck over yourself? Like that was that was my ask my wife. Uh, by the time recording is here, she sleep now. But I'm saying, but honestly, that's how it was. But when we got back in there, 
I'm saying, and his line is moving too. And he's sitting there. It ain't just like it was like a picture, leave, picture, leave, picture. He's sitting there uh, conversing with everybody. He's talking to everybody. He's be, he's being a, be a nice guy. So mm-hmm. we get up there, and then he sees me. He sees uh, my wife, and then he was like, he was just like, you know, come on in. I, I shook. I was like, yo, what's up? Like I was a very simple, what's up? And then he was just like. Oh no no no! Come in. He said. He looked right at my. He said, "I want to give you a hug," and put his arm around her and brought her in close. I'm just sitting there like, "What the fuck can I do in real life?" Because you know, JDM is a legit ass kicker. Okay, he's 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 a legit martial art like a legit okay martial artist. I knew that day. I said, "If he wants, he can take my girl right there," and that ain't shit I can say. And it's Tommy knowing I can't whoop, I can't do nothing to that motherfucker at all. And I'm sitting there just like, no, he not. And then he put his arm around me, and we took, and we all took the picture, which I'm probably gonna post up on my on, on my YouTube stories. And uh, we was talking, he shook hands, and he was a very nice guy to us. Jason David Frank was a very nice guy to to all his fans out there. Mm-hmm. And especially when he's out there signing autographs and everything, he gave time. Like he really gave time to everybody. And that uh, that was the time I met him when he was in. This is wait for it, Green Ranger mood. Of course. Because he came another time when he was in White Ranger mood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he did that, but then see that this was the part where. He was really pissing me off because JDF came out when I met him. A little, you know, say I got to meet that guy a little bit. I was like, this is a nice guy. I would like to know more about this guy. When Tommy the White Ranger came, he was full on Tommy the White Ranger. And it bothered me. He was in character. He, he, he was in the. I mean, I'm pretty sure he just. That's what the people want, so he just gave it to him. They, he what, probably think people. He probably think people don't want JDF the first. They want Tommy, so that's probably why. Which, which I, which I understand. First of all, I'm not even mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. who, who won't want that? But just me with the Tommy. Because first of all, people are uh, going to look and be like, "What the fuck wrong with you?" You know, and. I was I'm just not I'm just not a Tommy fan, but I was just like, and when he came in full, and he was late on top of that, and then when he came in full, I mean, Tommy just be late to the action, and they come and say, <laughs> no, Tommy's always late to the action. In my in my line, there was a whole compilation of him being late to the fight. But he's the Green <laughs> Ranger, and they're like, we need your help. He's like, all right, I was playing basketball, but okay, it, like exactly, like like. like why aren't you with your fucking t- look? I like mean, the whole, the whole last season, the whole last part of the first season, they like Tommy would eat you. He was like, "Oh, I'm playing basketball, but all right." Or, "Oh, I'm at the, uh, I'm working out, but okay." Yeah, like you're like, like what the fuck? Like you know, see, do something with the team. It's, it's, especially Power Rangers the movie. Remember, you know, say I, I gotta go help the kids because the monorail. Or then, then we need Ninja Falcon Megazord, which I'm, I'm wings. Mm-hmm. I was get I was getting my he, ass kicked when I get the wings though. So what? No, he had the biggest entrance just because he had the wings and he came in the middle. It's like, get the fuck out of here! But like, see that that kind of shit annoys me on a you know just just on a nerd ranting fun level. But uh, 
and and I and then I used to watch. He had a a reality show because they signed me up for like back. This is back then. This was like like uh, 2014, 2015. This is my morphin life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, called my morphin life, and uh, he had a reality show, and he also it was on this this. This stream service, this back when streaming services were still just getting like we were still just getting used to Netflix, you know. And this, and they, they had like a Comic Con, a, a Comic Con streaming service that was free and just showed old eighties shit and other stuff. And they showed my Morphin Life, and I checked it out because I was I, I was I was part of the subscription, and I was sitting there watching. I was just like, oh, this guy kind of full of himself. You know, cause, cause uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just being truthful with y'all, and but I was just like, but I, I, I was just like, but is he Jason David Frank right now, or is he Tommy right now? You know, and but to see the amount of work he put in to being this character, especially for being so young, to give face what he's want, I, I, I'm wondering if, like my, my, my wife brought up a good point today when we was talking. She was like. I wonder if he ever truly learned how to be Jason David Frank and not Tommy. I say yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just that with the the love he has for his fans, the love he has for his family, you know, especially how he is an unapologetic uh, Christian, I believe, or religious man. I don't want to say the man's religious, you know, um, domination or anything like that, but uh, you know, being unapologetic about that, and it's it, it's just so shocking to me that you know this is the way he went out. Yeah, and it's not. And first of all, because the you know that kind of way is because you can't mention certain things on YouTube and stuff like that. Uh, it's just, you know, so painful, and it, you know, it's, you never know what it's just the same shape I keep talking about. You never know what somebody's going through, at all. And usually, people that that are, they go to that dark place, they don't talk about it, you know. But but you go back and look and say that the signs were there, mm-hmm. you know. But they but they, they they never talk about it. But it's just, I. As a father myself, and knowing that the world doesn't get that many genuinely nice people, they don't. It just it it bothers me when I hear news about this that happens to somebody who's genuinely, from what from from my eyesight, is a nice guy. My. My hate for Tommy got nothing to do with Jason A. Frank the man. That that's nerd character shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I, I you put that shit aside when shit like this happens. This man has four kids that are that, that wake up that don't have a dad anymore. Four kids. I can't. I don't know this this relationship with his kids. Uh, I don't know. You know what was happening between that and the divorce but it doesn't matter four kids waking up not having their dad he's I 
don't get don't get me wrong. I think he has. He might have three now. I'm not sure. Okay, you know what? I've heard rumors about that. Also, that he he and me have lost a daughter. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, um, and like I said, I I I don't never I never really cause just because my dislike for Tommy so much, I never really got into J, JDS personal personal life until he has come up. In- Honestly, I thought he only had one daughter because he he only the one daughter is in all his stuff, so I thought he only had one daughter. Yeah, exactly. Because you know that's the daughter I seen. Remember when they did? Um, they did like a, a a Power Rangers remake on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. It was like if Power Rangers went dark. You remember, remember like Zach was on cocaine and, sh- and shit like that. Yeah, and he watched that. He was just like, "Look, I understand you want to get to a you, you want to be a more adult oriented." Kind of powers, but that's something that I will ever show my daughter or uh, or something like that. Too, and I remember a lot of other powers was coming out. And well, yeah, at about the time, it. at the time she was like she just graduated, like last school year. Yeah, like from eighth or high school. High school. High school. Yeah. But the but but these kids are waking up without a father. Uh-huh. The man was only forty nine years old. Yep. And to 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 do something like that, man, it just it it as a father, it hurt me, it disappointed me, in a way, kind of made me a little angry. Cause I I was going through a, a whole range of emotions. Like, of course, me and Prago do go through that because we have, you know, we have a strong connection to this guy. He, like I said, any any other thing that, that JDF has done in his life, uh, we had a strong connection to, and it, it, and like I said, it, it never it's, it's not like he retired, got fat, and was just like I used to be a power like you know, like one of them child stars. He was still actively working. Like and the first thing I thought of was Aaron from Bad in the Sun, because mm-hmm. because they just they just filmed the White Dragon together. Yep. And I I never seen the white dragon. You got, you got to pay their Patreon to go see that. No, it ain't it ain't come out yet. Oh, it ain't come out yet. Comes out in March. Oh, wow, that's gonna that's gonna be a watch. To be honest, that's gonna be a watch. But he did all of his superpower beatdowns with Tommy because he did uh, the Green Ranger versus Ryu. He did the White Ranger versus Scorpion, and both of those videos I have issues with because of Tommy. You know what I'm saying? But other than that though, he was fully, you know, participating in those. Yeah, he they was doing all the stuff too, like other side and short projects and stuff like that. Yeah, ex- exactly. He was still he, he was still a martial arts trainer. He was still a, a martial arts, you know, badass to be honest with you. And uh, you know, even had that time when he was trying to see a punk at that at that one point. You know, yep. yeah, which I think he he will legit beat CM Punk's ass. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he he was still just actively doing things, and it just you know like the, the last thing I heard from because you know it, it was him and Jason him him and Austin St. John have had beef like beef between each other, mm-hmm. and, and to me some of it was kind of. Some of it was kind of childish, you know. I was just like, you know, but 
whatever. And you know me. Now I'm a Austin Saint John fan because I'm a Red Ranger guy. I've always been, you know, Jason, uh, Jason this, Jason that, and I've met. He has been, like I said, I can't speak for anybody else, but uh, he has been very great to me and, and anybody who's seen the early parts of my channel where he would. He, he did an intro. He did an intro for me. Every time, every time I would see him at a retrocon, he would always promote my channel and tag. And he it came to the point where I didn't have to go ask him to do it. He just did it out the kindness of his heart, you know. And I'm a damn addicted to that. But he um he posted a video uh about five uh I want to say Sunday night and. He automatically get you like, look, me and Jason are not beer drinking buddies. We weren't friends like that. But Jason, you know, he he said I'm speechless because you know he he is gone. And it was only about a two minute video of him just expressing his feelings, you know, about that because despite, you know, when you look back at that shit now, all the fighting and all sort of that, it, it's. It's invalid right now. It really is. And at the time, Top beat a be, before they signed new deals with Walter Jones and David Yost and all of them. Tommy was the guy that was going back and doing all these reunion shows. Mm -hmm. Now you can you can always rely on Tommy. Well, that's because it was different. That's all. You know? What'd you say? It was different. That's all. Yeah. But still, there were different, different rules in place that the other ones wanted that they didn't do. So, oh, uh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. But even still, when it came to uh, doing any type of legacy type anything, you know, Tommy was there. I'll give him that. Cause even when they had the episode of Dino Thunder, where he when it was Doctor Thomas Oliver had to fight his past, and mm -hmm. it was like the green, the white, and the, like the red Zeo Ranger. Mm -hmm. You know, say like you know, uh, he uh, he's in that. So anything that's related to Power Rangers, it 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 comes from him. He 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 takes his time and he goes at the forefront of almost everything Power Rangers. Yeah. Everything like when it comes to the comic books, Lord Draken is what started the whole comic and the whole Shattered Grid thing. Is what started the whole comic book thing. In the first place, which Power Rangers has a very, very successful comic book run. Yeah, they do. Yeah, like if if anybody like they they have the Go Go series, they have the Mighty Morphin series, they have the Shattered Grid series. Like they, they, all their series has been led by Lord Draken or some or Tommy in the forefront, and they have been very, I mean, very successful. Then you've mm -hmm. got even when it comes to. The Power Rangers video games. The, you have the Legacy Wars, which is, is a mobile game that uh, he's front and center in the forefront. Like he he has the most characters in each of the Power Rangers games. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, which is their console fighting game, which uh, they haven't said any. They haven't released a statement about it yet. But um, he was in the forefront for that game. He is. He was in the trailer. They'll sell the game. He has the most characters in the game that like he does in Legacy Wars. He was the pre-order bonus. When anything is related to Power Rangers, they will use Tommy to help s sell that to the forefront. 
Yeah, especially the um the toys. Like they got so many toys in this even just like the the legacy figures. I'm like, all right, man, it's it's other people than Tommy, I know, but God, yes. please sometimes I'll be like, Come on now. Yeah, bro, I look hey, I'm telling this you, week this I week we you. got the green Tommy. This week we got the white Tommy. This week we got the white Tommy with the headband. This week we got the Tommy with the t shirt on from the movie. This week we got Tommy with the red shirt. I'm like, all right, people, you know. Tom, I get it. People like the Tommy collection, but uh-huh. yeah. Oh, and you know, as, as 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 I'm looking at it, as I'm looking at it right now, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Because I I do check their um their Twitter daily because that's how you know if they're gonna re- you know when, when they release new stuff. But uh, they just now posted um. You know, a, a, a screenshot of him in the trailer, and him in the studio because it, it's his voice in the game as well. Like it, he, he's all he, like I said, when it comes to Power Rangers, he's all over the place. He's all over the place, and he's a good he's a good selling tool. Despite how I feel about him, but they people consider him the greatest ranger of all time. He's he's the goat. We yeah, some people. Yeah, I'm saying, but it's, it's, it's a lot of people. Everybody talk, when you talk about goats and stuff, when it comes to cosplays, Power Rangers, it's always the time. It's always the Dragon Zords, always the White Dragons. It's, like, it's all that. It's all that stuff. You know, at the time he had the coolest Zords, minus the Falcon. But uh, you know, he 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 was the forefront of all that, all of that. You know, say, I tipped the hat, respected, you know, uh. Mad respect for that, mad respect for that, and like it even when I, when I when I think more about it, it 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 makes it still makes this news hurt more. It makes it hurt fucking more, to the point where I was just like, man, what? I know it was that dark, but you but you fucking never know when you're dealing with with shit like this. You always hear the news and you sit there thinking like, damn, what guy could have did or. And, and sometimes there's nothing you can do. But yeah, because I had um, I seen him in June. Yeah, in June, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I seen him in June, and he was like, his when I say his line was long, I mean like, and we had closed down that day, and he was still signing autographs. I'm like, I don't know how you do that, cause uh, I'm not gonna be. That's like when you get off. That's like if you get off at ten, but like you really get off at like twelve. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing. He was like, he was stayed. He stayed and did it. You know, talked to him a few times. I had to, uh, cause some people I was with was bothering him. So like, they was like, yo, go take this to to Jason and see. You know? Uh huh. So I, <laughs> the friend that I that I was uh with that uh, was working for, uh, was working with. They had a lemon. They had lemons that they stand. And on that limit, they wrote they wrote a message on it or whatever. They're yeah. like, "Yeah, go take this to Jason while he's signing autographs." I'm like, "This man is busy. You see how long that line is?" I'm like, "Just go take it." So I take it, sit it there, and I was about to walk away. He's like, "No, no, 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 I come back." He reads it. He says, "This is from blank, isn't it?" I said, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, hold on, hold on, I got something for you." He takes his autograph picture, turns it around because you know, like the brown got the blank piece of paper. Mm-hmm. He writes a note on it. He's like, now, now you give her this. So then I take it. I gave it to her. She reads it. Oh, really? 
okay, so now I'm just going back and forth with Lemons and, and him while he's signing autographs. I'm like, he signed autographs, got time to be joking back and forth with people, and also taking pictures as well. Like, oh, this man is just... Yeah, I mean, like, he just did it all. Did yeah. it all. And I, I was just, I, I was just, it, it, it's, it's flooring me. You know, when I hear, like, all every time I hear this news, it makes me uncomfortable. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad it's making me uncomfortable for the reason why, because I'm not desensitized to it. Because I, I don't want to be, because there's too much stuff that's going on in this world where, and too much violence where you can become desensitized. And I do not want to become desensitized because when you do, it's hard to help people. It's hard to actually keep keep things going because, you know, um, you just you just never know what somebody's struggling with. And people who are out there who are struggling, you know, you can sit there and always say, you can always talk to somebody. You know, there's always somebody that, that there's always somebody out there that cares about you, you know, but that should be so hard because you don't know. There are people out there that care about you, and I'm pretty sure people know that. But it's so it, it you know we we say this when shit happens, but we don't say it when it's needed. I feel like a lot of times. We always, when when, 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 when when deaths like this happen, we always talk about, there's always somebody to talk to. You can reach out to this hotline or, you know, you can do all this kind of stuff. We always say that when, when, when the event happens. But on a regular ass Monday, on a calm Tuesday, on a stormy Thursday, you know, when are we preaching these words? To, to us because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now because right now well, I will I will I will say for some people you don't even know you just you just be like oh yeah bro like then you can just talk to somebody and not know necessarily that they need reaching out to no no oh, oh, they no. didn't give you that inkling so oh yeah no 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 okay so what I'm what I'm trying to say here is I, I'm not sitting here saying that anything is bad or anything like that is but what what I'm trying to say is that there it's hard for people to sometimes reach out and talk to somebody on a regular day when shit don't happen because a lot of people don't there there are times that people tend to that they, they don't want to listen to you like I I'm the kind of person like I have been I, I don't know if the word's fortunate but when my mom passed away mm-hmm. it was a very very hard time for me. And like it would be for a lot of people, because you know, it's your it's your your mother or anybody that's really close to you. But I'm a kind of person that uh, needs to talk to somebody. And out of all my friends that I have, including Primetime over here, I have like right after she passed away, I felt the loneliest I've ever felt. Because there was times I wanted to talk about it. I wanted somebody just to say, you know, or people I was actually like, how are you doing? But do they really mean how are you doing? Or are they doing it for just, it's the right thing to do? Because I can tell you how I'm doing. And usually my feelings or responses can make people feel a little uncomfortable. You don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. But you, you there's something that's in you that has to get this out. And you want somebody to relate to, you know, what, what you, the kind of problems that you're feeling 
but however they can't necessarily relate but you want them to relate and it's so damn hard like I want like I wanted Prime I wanted Swag I wanted Q-Flow I wanted um, you know Chubbs I wanted those people to feel my pain share my pain and relate to what I'm saying but in reality they really can't because they all got their mamas That you know, it, it you know it, it, it felt it felt alone. There was there were some dark days, you know, and with Jason David Frank, you know, I don't know the pressure of being Tommy, being the goat. Like there's always pressure become when it comes to being the greatest of all time. There's pressure. It comes with that, like like, like Project said, his line was super long, and to be able to just be, you know, to sit there and talk to everybody, shit, it's kind of like you know, like uh, we we we're dealing with like Michael Jackson on, on on a way, like how can somebody survive mentally like that because of how great you are? He's he is known like when it comes to Power Rangers now, he is Power Rangers. That's it. He is Power Rangers. Yes, he shares that mantle with everybody else, but he is Power Rangers. That's a lot. And I'm not saying that's what the, what, what the cause of it was. But I'm saying, but and what was going on in his personal life? Like I, I, I don't know. You know personally something's going on but you know I, I feel for him as a human being I feel for him and I always feel for when people are just just put on God's green earth to serve a purpose and they got there because it, it, it don't pay to be nice I mean it just people we, we, when you have such good people at least from, from, from what I know, who just got to get a tie. Because, shit, I've met a couple Power Rangers. I ain't going to say no names. Who are complete assholes. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that off here. I probably don't even talk about it. Okay, you know, some complete shit, some dicks, okay? And I'm just like, you know, there's, there, there's, I've met a lot of them that are arrogant. I've met a lot of them that, you know, uh, you know, put their nose up at me. And I, I've actually got in an argument with a couple of them. These are the actual Power Rangers that I'm talking about that have played the uh, Rangers on television and they come to these cons or they come to these special events, stuff like that. And, and once again, they ain't all there. Some that have been very nice. I sat there and interviewed that, uh, uh, for, for this channel alone and talked to and stuff like that. And let me use their their footage you know, for, for, for my contact purposes and all that stuff. Shit. But you know, I met some dicks, and I'm pretty sure on that. And Prime, you met some dicks too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no matter how I felt about it, JDF, was never in that category. Never in that category. So it it breaks my heart, man. You know, yep. it really, it really do. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with you know the White Dragon. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure, sure it's still come out. Oh, no, I'm saying it's just gonna come out. I'm just saying, is he gonna 
is it going to be like free to the point where I can react to it? Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. not. Yeah, I'm saying so. I, I don't work too hard on it tonight, not revenue from it at all. So Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's probably going to be like, I, I, I got to go support the Patreon or go. I, I don't know how, how they do their stuff now. I think this is an actual movie. Actual movie, okay. Yeah. Like, like it might be on, like, some type of streaming app or something. I don't know. Okay, well, whatever whatever the case is, I'm going to support it. Yeah. You know, I want to support it because, one, I love Bat in the Sun, and and I I, I, I love, you know, you know, despite the fact, I I love seeing the the, the, the JDF fights in there. Like, he, he does a really good job. Because I was always a super pop beat down before Death Battle. And then when he kind of like fell off for, for a little bit, and then, you know, the money was getting kind of funny, then, then I went to uh, Death Battle. But yeah, it's, it's a. Uh, I'm actually curious now to see the the whole White Dragon thing. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure now that the stock has raised on that, to be honest with you. Yeah, he had just recently. Uh, he just recently retired as well, quote unquote. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was like at uh, Power Borfacon. He was like, "I am retiring from Power. I'm just gonna be. I'm not gonna be associated with the brand no more. So I'm not gonna do any of these conventions for Power Rangers. I'm gonna strictly do it to focus on the Legend of the White Dragon from now on." Oh damn! See, I I I didn't know that. I don't know if that played a part in it too, but. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he had retired. He was just like, I must just start doing Legend of the White Dragon stuff and not do kids' Power program. Rangers. I'm going to do Power Rangers for, based for adults, basically. Yeah, and I, 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 look, I'm not mad at him because you don't want to sit there and you don't want to be typecast. You don't want to be typecast. I, I, I completely get it. It, uh, it, you know, it just hurts me. My condolences or with his family, especially his kids, because losing a parent, especially in that way, losing a parent is not fun. Speaking of somebody who, you know, is still going through it, um, it's not fun. It's not fun, no matter how old you are. You know, and that's your dad, man. You know, it just, my my deepest condolences to, to, to his fans, to the whole Power Rangers community, like we all heart, we all heartbroken today. Yeah, I, honestly, I think it's weirder for like his daughter uh, Jenna because he he worked with her, he he does cons with her and he worked with her and he actually like the movie The Legend of White Dragons with her. She's in it. Oh wow! Oh, see, see, see. that kind of stuff gotta hurt, man. It it, it gotta hurt, like I say, and I. Give the give give the family their privacy. First of all, give everybody that was that was really associated with him like you, you, you like this is this is an open wound. This is a sore man. You, you you gotta let this thing. It's kind of like I'm not comparing it on the levels. I'm just saying, but when Chadwick Boseman passed away, mm-hmm. and it was like okay, yeah, but then um, oh wait a minute, we got like a Black Panther movie coming out or Avengers movie. So what are they gonna do about the child? Like y'all, that's not even important right now. With support, like this man meant so much to so, so many people that was close. Like you, you gotta get that grieving period go. Right now, it ain't about what they're gonna do for Tommy, 
what, what what's the trivia going to be? What's the next toy going to be? What's the next character in the game going to be? You know, what's the next way we're going to cash? Like, you don't want to try to cash off or capitalize on this man's death. You want to? Oh, they had a they had a hard day on. Uh, I think it was just because they had to. They brought all the actors together and told them on set. I was like, oh, that's kind of oh, that yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of rough. <coughs> that is um, really rough. You don't want to even, even want to go through that. But you got you got to, you, you got to get the time for the grieving process to go because first of all, you still it's still you gotta wrap your head around what actually happened. You know, mm-hmm. they ain't a, they ain't easy pill to swallow. It is. Yep. But yeah, I I will you know. Whatever I can do, just as a regular fan, you know, uh, bring awareness to the, the, the situation, and like I said, always offer my condolences and be respectful, be mindful, you know, out there, people, because you know this family will go through a hard time, and it ain't gonna be easy, no time soon. What's going on, everybody? This is a segment from the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. If you like podcasts, well, why don't you come join us as the crew gets silly and Philly while we sit to talk about the latest in comics, games, movies, and all things pop culture. You guys can listen to our whole show on all the podcasts that's we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts from. And make sure you guys also support the channel by subscribing to the Nerd Coalition Studios. And for the gaming needs, make sure you subscribe to Nerd Coalition level up this is the nerd coalition hope you guys enjoyed the show and now feel the nerdgasm november 18th 1982 the greatest album of all time was released michael jackson's thriller i will be the greatest album say what the greatest album. I'm not being a little biased. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I mean, that's my third favorite MJ album. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, but seriously, you know, you can look at it as the greatest. It, it, it could be one of the greatest. It can be one of the most important albums of all time. But it's hard to rate that because you know, music is subjective. People, you like what you like. But when it comes to me. Thriller's up there. It's, it's some of my favorite albums. Now, is it my favorite Michael Jackson album? Like, me being a Michael Jackson fan? No, my favorite album is bad. But, um, that's just me. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say the importance that Thriller had on society. Because Thriller is what turned the uh, superstar Michael Jackson into an icon. Yep. That that's when he crossed over. That's that he was he was never able to get back to that point. Like everybody was talking about like that with Usher when it comes to confessions. He was never able to get back to that. That's what happened with, with Thriller. Now don't get Michael Jackson made great, not good, great music after Thriller had some great albums, but he was the, the success of Thriller was such a monster. He was never able to get back to that. Yeah, as far as like awards and all that, I feel like popularity, yes, because uh, 
you know, we already know them toys weren't selling out like they should have been. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the biggest star in the world. We you talking about Victory? Yeah. Victory Toy was selling out. No, they were not. It, not, not, not. You mean not, not like on the level of the bad toy, right? No, I mean they were not selling out. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, so, yeah, I, I, okay. I, I, like I said, I wasn't too aware of that, so. Yeah, you know, like, you know, it was the whole ticket situation, and, you know, James Brown and all them was mad at it. It was, you know, it was the oh, whole. okay, yeah, I do, I do know, I do know about that. I do know about yeah, that. Yeah, they were just mad about the, the ticket situation. So, no, they were not selling out because of that situation, and, you know, so. Which, yeah, there, there were reasons, but, Which, yeah. by the way, Mike did not want to do in the first place. Yes, and then Don King said, "Only the miracles we gonna do these oh, things." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mike was not a fan of them doing it. The he said, "You know, God, look, people don't be thinking that Mike was about the people. I mean, like Mike was about the people." Yeah, yeah. Especially with especially with James Brown said, "Oh, I ain't, I ain't coming up there. If you if you give cheap 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 cheap, cheap to people like this, I'm like, oh, see, don't bring Mike Hart like that." But anyway. Uh, thriller, which was just like, oh my god, this was like a, a, a mega success. This is what this is when Michael Jackson became the house, the the household name. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, I'm sorry, Joe. I don't care what you're saying. I'm I'm taking thriller on the road. I don't. I'm not trying to do no nothing with my brothers for the. I can do it next next show next year. Well, I'm not doing thriller, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh my, you know, because I said to think about it, because it's just, it's in the thing like, look, okay, we never got the thriller tour, you know, it was the victory tour with thriller in it, you know, yeah, it was only a little bit of thriller. It went like all, it was like you know, it wasn't but like a few off the wall songs and a few Jackson songs, a few thriller songs, but but know. to to think that that album got that much success without a tour. Back in those days, it's 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 to say something, okay. And uh, he did three short films for because back then it was like three short films per album until back in. He was like, "Fuck that, we doing all this." But uh, he did Thriller, Beat It, and Billie Jean. Billie Jean was not a short film. You know, Michael, Michael called him short films. He called music videos. It was a, uh, it was a crappy music video. Yeah, that was a music video. Billy G was is the weakest out of it because first of all, we, we, everybody associated. The weakest. Billie. It's probably his one of his weakest videos. <laughs> I mean, I will still watch Billy G when she's out of my life. Okay, so. Nah, I'd rather that. watch she's out of my life. Where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Give me the spotlight. <laughs> uh, but. But, but but it doesn't matter because when people think of Billy Jean, right, they they think of the, the performance, yeah, opposed to the music video. But but Thriller and Beat It, yeah. So forty years later, November eighteenth, twenty twenty two, they release Thriller Forty, and I, I have to say, I was like, okay. What is it going to be for this 40th anniversary of Thriller? To be honest with you, um, because I did, I, I uh, remember listening to. I didn't own it, which was Thriller 25. He did, and 
it was more so like you you had the songs and then then they did like uh some hip hop or you know pop remixes of of the songs i was just like uh, i'm good you know went to me you didn't want to hear michael jackson and fergie or or akon or kanye or all the shit i was like no i'm good i'm i, I, I will i am i'm good no i'm good but this time they're saying that uh they got the bonus material of new songs that were supposed to be used by michael jackson uh for thriller or uh that was going to be put on there or whatever, whatever the case may be that, that it's going to be released part of the album so I just me and Prime being Michael Jackson fans decided to check this thing out uh I'm a I'm an old school guy and I understand that I, you know when it comes to, 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 to it's, it's better to go the, the new school route but me personally I think Thriller 40 was kind of a a flop For what I for what I would have done to celebrate forty years of, of thriller, and sometimes I, I think when it comes to the anniversary of such of these great albums and things like that, I think you got to make it worthwhile for the people, the fans that helped make that successful because you know it's the one of the greatest selling albums of all time. I think you, you got to make it you got to make it worthwhile for these people, and I, I feel as though that. You know, people like Michael, Prince, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, those icons, you know, when, when, when they don't release a song for a reason, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and when, when they had these kind of albums, like, okay, this is the edition, we're going to put these extra songs on here, or, or CDs or, on top of that, you know. Now, I know I still listen to CDs, but everybody don't. And, and me personally, I was just like, what I would have wanted to see before we even get into this is that I personally wanted to see like okay I, I I wanted them to have like a thriller like a a, a thriller set where it comes with uh, <clears throat> like a big box set for thriller that that fans like myself will have no problem spending $150 for let me explain because you gotta make it worthwhile. Oh wait, well you don't. You, we still don't know if, if that's happening yet. Because it could be. Unless you got some insight, you know it'd be great. No, I don't even know they have a documentary coming out. And I'm saying documentary and the album could be a box set. I mean, it, it, it could be. But okay, but I'm saying now, now because I remember like um when when they just released Batman, like the the. The Adam West version, or uh, when he passed away, they, they did the whole Batman. She was like, "This is the first time it's ever gonna be on Blu-ray DVD." Like they, they had the whole set. They came with the Batmobile. They came with all the uh, the shows remastered. It came with you know a booklet, you know breaking down all the back uh, the the stuff like that and the behind the scenes stuff. So what I was thinking, like when it comes to thrillers, instead of just doing a CD. Which a lot of people don't care about CDs anymore. I mean, is that fair to say? Well, no, it's mostly streaming, so they just put all the songs out on streaming. Exactly, but I mean, 
there's an actual physical Thriller 4 you can buy. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, but I don't think when it comes to stuff like that, physically, I don't think they, like I said, they could do a box set, but I don't think physically they're going to do anything because, like I said, people don't really do physical stuff like that. Exactly, but I, I'm just saying in, in, in a in a weird, perfect world like my own, what I would have did was if it's if it's forty years old, of course I'm gonna release the release the we release the album. If you want to put these bonus songs on there, fine. Uh, I I would have had the making of Thriller, the one that he they, they actually record they had recorded a documentary called the making of Thriller. Then mm-hmm. I would have released uh, a Blu-ray of all the Thriller videos and the Billy G performance from Motown 25 in 4K because if y'all have not seen the 4K version of Thriller and beat it y'all gotta go ahead and check that out because Prime showed it to me and I was like what the fuck is this this thing looks beautiful and scary at the same time because it looked like, it looked like, it looked like they just recorded this joint last week but they, they it's like they're dressing up like it's the 80s that's how clear this thing is Mm-hmm. And I I I would have did that showing the uh, short films in 4K and showing some interviews leading up to leading up to Thriller, the process of of making Thriller. Maybe had like a little uh, Michael Jackson werewolf figurine or him and his iconic Thriller, you know, outfit something like that. Something that's like okay to make it worth wild to even though you may not be in the physical to, to, to buy it because it's, it's, it's kind of like this um we last year for christmas we got uh my father-in-law spike lee's new book have you seen spike lee's new book nope okay it's not a chapter book it's it, it's like a huge uh horizontal book that talks everything spike every project spike lee has done from music videos to movies to plays whatever the case may be the tv shows they talk about that they have a breakdown they show the behind the scenes stuff and and you talk about the inspiration for that every single thing he did and it's an awesome ass book because i'm like is it physical sure but it it's called spike 50 and i was like that looks like that's something that I want myself, you know. And I was like, that that looks amazing. And I'm like, for, for something like for fucking Thriller, I would do the same. T- I would do the same thing. Even even put a vinyl in there, or something. You know, something to make it worthwhile. Just instead of keep you know making these remixes or putting these demos on a CD on a physical CD that nobody's going to buy in the first place. I mean, well, I want to buy it. I want to buy it. But uh, that's what. I, and that's why I would. I did. You know, sometimes when you do that kind of stuff, it's it's it's, it's making it lack. And I'm like, I I, I want to, I don't know, I want to own something. You know, there are people out there that want to own something. Well, I mean, the reason for Thriller Forty, we all know, like, yeah, there are more demos. We all know they re-releasing it just to re-release it. We all know it's not like. <coughs> We're getting anything quote unquote new, we're just getting demos. We all know we, they re releasing it just to re release it to make so money. we can buy rebuy this album. Yes, yeah, it's not really re releasing it to like, oh, we're gonna 
add all this stuff because like I said physical copies like people do physical copies but some they just don't really do physical copies and everything is online and on Spotify and streaming and all this kind of stuff yeah but, but I won't say but it don't have to just be with music you know what I'm saying but, that's, what, that's what I'm saying if you if you, really, if you release a blu-ray or a but I'm saying if you're releasing a blu-ray right yeah what are you gonna release that they haven't already paid for or seen on YouTube You wouldn't want to see the making of Thriller in 4K. That's already on YouTube, though. Not, not, not in 4K. Yeah, you, you can find a video on it being 4K. The, the actual documentary of making a Thriller. Yes, you can find one that will be in 4K. You gotta look for it on YouTube. I'm saying, but why do all that? Why can't it own it? I mean, I'm just saying, people <laughs> selling this stuff like that for free. Is what I'm saying. Like all these videos were made already in 4K, but the actual channel made it for 4k now you know it's like if we were released this in 4k cool but like all these people on youtube they already did it these performances these multi performances people don't already put these in 4k but i like okay you know what i can explain it this way you you know how obviously the video was uploaded in 2009 yeah you seen that when it was in 4k the 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 people of his estate have the wherewithal to do that for all his videos, but they just don't want to do it for some reason. I don't know why. If they were to do that and release all his stuff in 4K, a remaster, then yeah, that would be something I would buy. Yeah, but they because, because, not on the same page to do that. Because I do have the Michael Jackson Visions DVD, which was an awesome DVD that they released back when he passed away. Yeah, but that that's not an HD or four K. It's it, as I'm saying, I would buy and, if they put yeah, everything in four K. Absolutely, because like they don't just have the wherewithal to just put his. They could put all performances, it, all the stuff that he owned, all the the rehearsals. Of see, him, they could that, do all that's that. Something that I would want to see. See, me too. That's the thing, but some of the stuff that they waited for, people don't already did. So I'm like, yeah, if they do it, it'll be cool. But like. This person or these people have already did all those. So if they had to do it in 4K, they would have to do other stuff like those performances or those behind the scenes videos they're about to put in 4K. Okay. Well, they released some songs. Uh, me and Prime heard uh, most of them from. Uh, uh, they called it Bones Material. These are these are songs that uh, Rod Temperton or Michael Jackson wrote. And produced and uh, along along Quincy Jones also, and that, that didn't make it didn't, didn't make it to the album, or w- w- whatever the story was behind them. And to be honest with you, there there is some songs that I'm just like, okay, that's kind of cool. But to be honest with you, they uh, they. They sound the same. I don't want to say sound the same. It's, it's like, like certain songs that like they got this, they got this upbeat, you know, that's behind it, and it's just like you know, I don't, I don't know if I. It's like it's cool and all that. that, that like Starlight is interesting because that was what Thriller was supposed to be, uh-huh. and they, you know, uh, I was like, if you listen to it, it's like okay, that that's that's pretty interesting. They have one called 
can't get get out of the rain, which was clearly, if you listen to it, I'm like, you can tell that's clearly a Jacksons hit. That, that, that was like, we're gonna use this for the Jacksons and not a Michael Jackson thing. So, uh, I can understand that. But then when I listened to like, I listened to Carousel and uh, got the Hots and the Toy and Sunset Driver. I'm sitting there thinking. I'm thinking like this is gonna be like different range of songs here. Like I, I, I thought, uh, who do you know would have been like a, a lady in my life type thing, and it, it wasn't. You know, they all kind of like you know fast paced kind of like Bob type music. I'm like, yeah. This is this is for thriller now. Cause I'm not trying to say all these songs on thriller are fast, but they all got the same '80s type of uh, feel to it. Okay, but if, if, if even with the '80s type feel to it. Beat it don't sound like Thriller. Uh-uh. It, you know, Billy Jean don't sound like uh, uh, Wanna Be Starting Something. Now, granted, like I said, they all have their definitive fast beats. And, you know, they, they all have that 80s sound to it. And they all had a pop sound to it. But also, Human Nature and Lady in My Life are two of his big R&B hits. That, uh-huh. But they sound different. Yep. You know, say like I, I shit. You, you see how much time, you see how much human nature has been sampled. You know, and it's just like uh, if uh, like it's all like what a lovely way to go. I'm just sitting there thinking like, okay, well, you know, you can have a human nature feel to that, or a lady in my life feel to that, or each song just, it, it, like I said, it, it it had like the poppy behind behind it, but they all kind of sounded similar. Opposed to them all having a uh, having a, you, you can all have a fast paced song, but also sound a little bit different. You know, every time you know, if want to be sorry, something comes on. It's a fast paced song, but then I already know what Billy G is. It's the beat is all is different in its own way. This is just feels like it felt. All the same to me in certain ways. How'd you feel? Yeah, about that's it? why. That's why they all the demos. And it was like, all right, we can plan to do this. Like some of them, like the beat to Sunset Drive. I'm like, this sound like it would be on an album like this. But obviously, I can see why it got cut, and then why it wasn't on like a bad album because bad had a whole different sound. Exactly. So yeah. I can see why it just got scrapped. Like some stuff just happens where it just gets scrapped. Yeah. There's a few songs that I've heard from different people that. It got scrapped, and then the next album they wanted to go for a different look, and it just it just you know can't go on there. So the song just gets lost. Like, okay, you know what? I got it. There's this Bobby song, Bobby Brown. Song, yeah. Never released, and it could have went so good on his third album. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With with his back showing. Oh okay. But it just never went on there, and then like now it's like the song just lost. And I'm like, this song is actually a good song. Well, I liked it. It's a good song, but now it's just lost. Like it was, it, it never would be made. And it's like, it's just a lost song. It just happens. It, it, I'm, I'm saying, I know cutting room floor happens. I know there's a, there's thousands of songs or, or hundreds of songs that Mike has that's been cut and haven't been used. I'm, I'm just saying for Thriller Forty, how did you like the presentation? I remember you didn't like the cover too much. How, how did you feel about... I didn't song? like the cover because it was just like 4-0 and like, usually when I think of uh, anniversary, I like it. For some reason, silver goes with me. Yeah. And I feel like they all they did was just 
take the album and put his face out and put a four zero over it. I'm like, you could have did something like uh have you seen what well, like I think Janet had like the thirty fifth anniversary of uh control? Was it control? One of the albums she had a thirty fifth anniversary and they did like a re thing of her cover and I'm like, this is how you're supposed to do a cover. Like yeah. you're supposed to do it like when you in the store and you see it, you will want it. That's how I will feel like. You're absolutely right. Cause when I walk into the store and I see I throw the four, I'm just like that, that. That that's not that's not jumping at me. That's lazy in my personal opinion. Like even look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Even him laying there with the you know with the tiger, or whatever. I'm not doing. I'm doing something. I'm gonna take a a different picture or something from what I'm pretty sure he to took do. multiple fucking pictures. Yeah. I'm gonna just take a, a outtake picture and then add like a background or, or something to it and say this is thriller for it. Not, the one with him leaning is cool, but like I would do something with him doing an action shot, him like leaning over, him pointing, something else that's not the actual album cover that we got. Yeah. And then put a background behind it and this is thriller for it because it's the same but different. Same suit, same photo shoot, but different pose that you know. You know. Exactly. That that that's what I was hoping that they would do. I, I felt as though that this was obviously put together for a cash grab because it is, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that I, no thought was put into this. I don't know who's working at his estate or how old they are, but I, I think their age tells them much about what they're doing because, like, they're not doing nothing creative. They don't do nothing creative. They're just doing. <laughs> I kind of basically they're doing what they're supposed to do, but badly. That's what I would say. Yeah. Like usually, you know, when it comes to re-releases, like I was talking about earlier, the 4K stuff. If they were younger, do you would like younger people? Everything is in 4K. Why won't you want to upgrade with the times? You know. Yeah. Or put performances out instead of looking at these old grainy. You can't even tell what's what's the street and what's not the street in some of these it, videos. It, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, it just. Yeah, it's like younger people having all these ideas. What if this happened? Like it. You mean to tell me you suppose you're supposed to put an album out for his fourth anniversary? Like you're supposed to, or you're supposed to do this or that? And they just like, yeah, I guess I guess we'll do it. That's that's their sentiment. That's how I feel. They like, I guess we'll we'll do an album or whatever. You know, I guess we'll do a documentary. We ain't do one on third. Like I guess we'll do one. You know, whatever. That's how yeah. I feel like they. That's, that's how they go about it. Yeah, and I, I, unfortunately, when you're dealing with somebody like Michael fucking Jackson. You know, you will put some effort into it because that's how he worked. He's a perfectionist. And it's, it's, it, I'm sorry that we doing a four anniversary for Ray Parker Jr. You know what I'm saying? We're doing this is Michael fucking Jackson. Man, I'm. You know, I was like, Halloween came up and I seen the show and it's like, oh, and we're gonna have Ray Parker Jr. performing Ghostbusters. I'm like, what other song he got? Like, <laughs> obviously he's gonna be doing Ghostbusters. What you mean? <laughs> And they like he's gonna be performing the new songs. Like obviously he's performing Ghostbusters. Anytime you say we got Ray Parker Jr., we already know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you know his other song nobody cared about. So I'm just like, yeah. So that's you know, uh, I felt as though that it just didn't have. Oh, as Jackie Jackson would say, it didn't have that that Jackson magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I felt as though it was just a very lazy release, to be completely honest with you. It was a very lazy release. 
and you know, I, I like I said, it was cool hearing some some of the, the uh, demos even back in the day when I, when I got like the I want to say in two thousand nine they did the thirty was that, was that the thirtieth anniversary of Off the Wall or or, or the twenty something anniversary of Off the Wall. Probably. Let's see, nineteen seventy nine. You know, so about the thirtieth anniversary of Off the Wall. So they had uh, Off the Wall, and then they had on the disc. They had interviews about each song from him, Rod Temperton, also from where it came from, how uh, you know Janet and Randy helped him on certain parts uh, elements of the song. And I was like, you know, it, it was cool listening to that on a CD and learning about all this kind of stuff for Off the Wall. And I was like, damn, they don't even do that no more. Mm-mm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I, I would just like to know, to know inspiration from the song. I would like to just know certain things. Shit, you can even you can even turn turn a song into a music video. Now, I also I'm glad that they got some of these demos because this some of these act like you can tell these actual actually Michael. Some of the past albums have were not Michael. Oh, naming those songs, but you know some of them was like, yeah, this is a Mike song. Like, no, that, that's not Mike. That's impersonator. Uh huh. Or something. Yeah, but it, it is what you actually tell. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> as a Michael Jackson fan, it's like me personally. I mean, if if you wanted to add to your collection add it you know because I, I like collecting things I like to add to my collection but could they definitely do better have a better release and whatever the case would be absolutely I'm actually I, I'm hoping that they do release something else you know for because to, to me this was just like hurry up rush you know and, and, and put it out there and the end and I'm just like uh, he deserves better yeah, but you know, I don't know who got running his thing, so you know. Yeah, I know, but you know, like I said, hopefully, stay tuned for all that because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there'll be, you know, more. But it is what it is. Through the forty, y'all. <laughs> Sounds so somber. Through <laughs> the forty, that's all I say, I, I, you know, I'm just, I look, I'm just saying, like, for the stuff I heard, it was cool. I was like, but you know. It wasn't. It, it didn't really. It, didn't, it wasn't really the best. It wasn't really the greatest to me. Like I said, the the album never jumped out at me, and I was like, "This is the, this is the best we got for a 40th anniversary release of things I wanted to see." Like from the trailer that I saw, even though I don't know if it was a, the official trailer, the trailer I that told I, you it was not official trailer. Okay, yeah, there you go. I'm you think they gonna, You think these people are creative enough to have a trailer for this? <sighs> The fans be more excited than the people do. They, people be like, hey, exactly, just exactly. The way that yeah. this, this trailer was done, it looked like, like, hey, we about to get 4K uh, videos along with p- p- the performances. Shit, I would have just released the whole victory tour in 4K. Why not? Yeah, they got it, but I, oh my god, they need to do the all the tours in 4K. Bro, do you know how I would love? The Victory Tour copy that I got is so grimy, and you mm-hmm. know the footage is like I can barely tell who's on stage sometimes. Unless, like, yeah. unless the, the, the lights are shown. Can you imagine they released that shit in 4K? 
Yeah, that's what I told you. It seemed like they're just doing the bare minimum before they want because they don't have to be creative enough. So. Yeah, who wouldn't buy that? You know how much money they can make that off a loan if you said, hey, look, on 4K, because right now, you, you, you don't care about DVD no more. It's all about the 4K Ultra and the Blu-ray disc. And you, you, you get a 4K Ultra Victory Tour? Shit. You damn right I'm buying that. Or bad, or anything. Yeah, or, or, or anything I said, but since we're talking about Thriller here, and that was like, the, with my fingers up, Thriller Tour, you know, you, you talk about that. So shit, you damn right. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's in c